You know, when we worship God, our hearts become united with his, and we're more able to see things the way God sees them. And you, you may have kind of like a sense of like, I kind of understand that, or I know I really do understand that, but um, trust me, it's true. The more you focus on the Lord, the more you're able to, to see things the way that God sees them, the more your heart becomes like he wants your heart to become. And uh, I just want to take a moment in the middle of our time of singing songs to God as we're asking God to speak to our hearts to acknowledge um, and, and take some time to pray for something that is happening in our country. And it's never been my practice to stand up here and report the news, but if you have been watching the news, uh, you know that um, there is a group of people who are working to promote racial superiority, and uh, that's a problem. And so maybe you've, maybe you've seen it. Raise your hand if you know what I'm talking about. If not, then I would encourage you to, to um, take some time this afternoon and, and educate yourself a little bit of what's going on in Char- Charlottesville. There's a, the alternate right movement, which includes Nazis and the KKK and all kinds of craziness. They've been emboldened uh, for a number of reasons, and they've taken to the streets in Charlottesville and in their words to take back America. And their idea is that white people are the superior race. And, um, you know, Charlottesville is a long way from here, but the issue that comes up in this situation is near us because it's we are near or in a community with uh, diverse ethnic representation. And not only is our church somewhat diverse, but our community that this neighborhood is very diverse. And, and it matters. And, and so I just want to publicly say that we, as a church community, and our understanding of the Christian gospel is that we ought to denounce any message that promotes any kind of superiority of a particular race. And not only do we want to say that, personally I'm a little annoyed when um, leaders like myself get up and say, you know, we denounce any racial superiority, we denounce the alternate right, we denounce all this, and then do nothing about it. To me, that's cheap, right? Talk is cheap. And so we as a church have been and are continuing to work to build bridges between every different ethnic group in this community, not so that we can say, hey, we're a multi-ethnic church, but because this is the way of Jesus. We lift up Jesus and believe that he calls all people to himself, and we want to be a part of that. It doesn't matter your race. Um, your economic you know, status, any of that. All of that is, is uh, unimportant to the more important thing of like Jesus loves people, we love people, and so we're going to pursue. Uh, years ago, the famous evangelist Billy Graham said this, and he spoke quite often, spoke out quite often on the issue of racial injustice. He says the gospel has no meaning unless it helps those who are hurting or in need. And so we care about those in our community this morning that are hurting. And um, just Friday, 
I had breakfast with Pastor Elmo Johnson. If you were here last week, Pastor Elmo came and he sat right over here and I introduced him to you. And he's the pastor of Rosa Sharon Missionary Baptist Church, which is just a few blocks from here. He's been in this community for 33 years. He has an incredible presence in, in the community, in particular among the African Americans that are in this community. And you may or may not know this, but this community uh, is, has a name designation of Freedmanstown. And it's a community that was settled by the freed slaves after the Emancipation Proclamation. And one reason they lived here is because nobody wanted to leave, live here because the bayou wasn't where it is now and it flooded real bad. But if you go out here just off the property, in fact, on the property, as you're walking to your car, there's a brick road, and those bricks were made, handmade by freed slaves. So this community, the reason that what's, things like what's happening in Charlottesville are important to us is because in this community, there is a, a rich history of uh, a rich African-American history that, that we care about. And we care about the people that it represents. And so pastor uh, came to church last Sunday and he asked me to go to breakfast on Friday. And so I went to breakfast with him at Harry's. Anybody ever been to Harry's over here in Midtown? It's where you meet people. If you want to get a chance to meet the mayor, go there. He's there, he's there fairly often. And uh, he wasn't there when I was there. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so I met, you know, it's the kind of a, it's where the movers and shakers go and eat breakfast. And um, as we were sitting down and I said to him, Pastor, I just want to learn from you. You've been in this community for 33 years. You've walked with this community in a time that uh, crack cocaine was introduced in the neighborhood in 1990 and it created serious problems in the community. And there's drugs and gangs and, and hurting people and people that want to get out of, of a very broken mindset. He's seen the, the good of gentrification, which is the renewal of a community, the development of a community. He's also seen the bad of that. And I said, I want to learn from you. And uh, he said to me so humbly, so graciously, he said that uh, he loved me, he loved our church. He said last week in particular he loved the music. He went on and on about how great the music was. And I was like, what about the preaching? <laughs> he was like, and the music was amazing. <laughs> And I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> and um, we express love and respect for one another while at the same time acknowledging the need for our churches to work together to reach into this community. So that's our heart. And I'm telling you this because I hope that you'll join me in, in wanting to, to take time this morning to pray for this community, for those that are in our community that are hurting, as I said, Billy Graham said, the gospel is meaningless unless it helps those who are hurting or in need. And there's some in our community this morning that are hurting. My plan this afternoon is to call up Pastor Elmo and just pray with him and pray for his church and, and, um, and just express our love for them. But I'm also telling you this and making a point of it in hopes that you will take a look at your own hearts. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to take responsibility for the asinine behavior of those that are in the alt-right movement that acted out and continue to act out in Charlottesville. But I will take responsibility for what's in my own heart. And so as we pray and think, 
maybe we would all just be bold enough to say, God, would you help me to see my own heart if there is any sense of racial superiority there's anything in me in me that would keep me from wanting to let you use me in the lives of any any so any person from any socioethnic ethnic group and uh, that's a that's can be a painful journey and i hope that you'll take it with me so let's pray together let's pray for uh people in the community that might be hurting and let's also just ask God to expose our hearts so that we can more fully um, love him and be about what he's about in the world. Lord, it is difficult for me as a white male to fully comprehend all of the reasons that those that are not white um, might be hurting this morning. And Lord, I feel certain that I'm not saying it just right, but God, I know that you know the heart of this church, the heart of our leadership. God, our prayer this morning is that those that are in our community, in our city, those that are in our country that are feeling pain this morning because they were reminded that there's still a group of people out there that believes that that they're worthless, that they're less than human. God, no doubt that stirred in people pain. Maybe some here are even hurting. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would work in a way that only you can work. God, I hear your word when it says that the gospel is a message of reconciliation, reconciles us to you. And God, we are messengers of reconciliation, of that reconciliation, and certainly it includes a message that is for all people of all races, of all tribes, all tongues. Hey, God, that's what we want to be about. So I pray in particular for Pastor Elmo this morning as he gathers with his church. I pray, God, that they would just sense the presence of your Holy Spirit. God, and that they would be comforted where they're hurting They would be helped where there is need. And Lord, I know we could um, kind of let this news story pass, go on with our lives. God, for some of us in the room, the agony of the racism that exists in our country is, uh, is not really felt. But God, it should be. So God, I pray that we as a church could continue to declare that Jesus is king, that all people are made in your image, and that all people are deserving of your love, 
and in turn our love. We love you, God, and I pray you'd continue just to stir our hearts for the things that honor you. Continue to bless our work in this community and in this city. I pray that, God, we would be quiet when necessary on issues of our culture. But I pray, God, and, and this is one of them, that we would speak up boldly in situations that uh, need to be spoken about. We love you, God, and we just continue to worship and declare, Jesus, you are worthy. And I pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.